0: Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation.
1: I'm Trisden. And I'm Ray. What we hope to do here is find a little bit of middle ground on some of these extremely polarizing social and political issues. Welcome, everybody, to Extreme Common Sense ray how's it going man all right we're on the air on the air hopefully what if we were just talking and we weren't on the air the uh notice the curtain yeah we got got a curtain blinding out uh, the sun so maybe a little more accommodating for our guests we're gonna bring in today
2: yeah it is a little sunny but it does uh not give you the opportunity to show the studio off i've driven a couple people by and said hey that's where we do because the- it's a great little studio it's true you know, yeah it's nice there's soon to be four of us Crammed in here, so it might Man. get a little four
1: men. That's right, might get a little warm in here. Yeah, it may turn into an arm wrestling tournament at some
2: point. <laughs> I'm old, and I'm not
1: going to win that. So oh, I feel you. I wouldn't either.
2: What's your deal on your shirt? Los Angeles City.
1: You know what? It's better got, than the shirt you had last week. What was I wearing? I don't even remember.
2: Oh, the one you got at the
1: oh yeah the bald. the yeah the yeah that was. Good. I'm gonna give that to Aaron yeah. after the show when he comes in. Did you
2: hear? Okay, we'll have to ask Aaron if he was familiar with that shirt. He, he was, might have been selling them. I don't know. Yeah,
1: he could have been. He definitely <laughs> he probably bought a couple. you want to tell people what the shirt said? Well, I mean, I guess since we referenced it, it was. Uh, <laughs> and this was being was sold thing? outside yeah, of, yeah, the, of, yeah, the uh, opening Great day, American. It was, it
2: was, uh, I was gonna say Riverfront. Yeah, being sold outside Great American Ballpark.
1: Joe sucks and Kamala swallows.
2: And then on the back was um a I picture mean, of him i think it was
1: a picture of him and uh, basically was the point was, was F sort of fuck him kind of her
2: too yeah yeah
1: so yeah good stuff good so stuff. yeah I'll, I'll pass that off to aaron when he comes in he'll <laughs> like this <laughs> and, is an, uh, an homage I, I would say to john lennon it's, uh, it's like the new york city shirt that he sort of famously yeah, okay. wore but right. i don't know i just it was literally Los just on my pile of you. t-shirts oh
2: yeah so that's right you're a radio guy yeah they pay you in t shirts. They literally pay yes, us in t
1: shirts, which is which is nice. And one of the things I've done, and I wouldn't say this if I thought there was any chance our owner would ever listen to our podcast, but when I go trade out the, the radio station shirts, I'll you know I can have two or three. You know, I figure that's my commission is I'll make a couple sure. of shirts that I want. Sure. So yes, yeah, so yeah, I've definitely I got a, f- a stack of free shirts. Right. Yeah. So this is gonna be a pretty cool show today. So and I would say this it's either gonna be the most interesting like i think it'll be like the most interesting and informative show we've done which i say that and then we'll start talking about cats and horse-drawn carriages or something ridiculous but it has the potential to be the most informative show we've my ever cat done.
2: actually hasn't eaten in two days my wife's a little worried you want
1: to talk about that uh, that sucks what are you mm. just an old cat or yeah, about 12 yeah, yeah scary man there's nothing worse than pet problems that's true yeah that's true sucks so hopefully guys cattle cattle rally it to the vet and, yeah, yeah, fix it up, get some cat tums or something. And Though I do remember
2: day. Letterman years ago, he had a can of dog food and it said, for the constipated dog, and he was like, really? Is
1: that a problem? <laughs> well, not for my dog. It
2: saves me a lot of work, man. Not in my backyard. <laughs> it saves me a lot of work. Man. So,
1: so what are we talking about today? Today is the cryptocurrency show. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun because I don't know. I mean, I know just Italy enough squat. to say I know nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. Now, our sponsor of the show and longtime guest Aaron is going to be When's coming. The last in. time you saw him, Aaron? Yeah. Oh God! Last Saturday, okay. we screamed at each other for five minutes about politics, and I shopped in his store. And
2: haven't seen him I haven't, recently.
1: Haven't seen him since. So uh-huh. yeah, just uh, he will come back in today to uh, yeah to tell us a little about a bit about his crypto farm too, and. He was very excited because he is now tied for most guest appearances. Yes, with Brandon. And you know, I think as a sponsor, we got to get him back for five to so he is solid. Yeah, we as can do that one. SNL
2: thing, like the five. You know, they get the gold jacket. We can oh, get the, that would be good. We can get the gold shirt or something. Five yeah. appearances, yes. five timers
1: club. Five timers club. I like yes. it. Like a shirt that says "I survived five <laughs> times on Extreme Common Sense." So yeah, so we're bringing in Brant who. I mean, I don't know him personally, but, uh, like, we have mutual friends, and I know he absolutely knows his stuff about crypto. And, man, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, because you hear Brent, but it's Brant. With an A. With an A. Okay. And then, of course, Aaron with
2: two A's. Two A's. A's. Yeah.
1: That's a lot of A's. Yeah. I'm more of a C guy myself.
2: <laughs> A-hole, I thought you were going to say. More <laughs> of a C Would guy. also
1: also work <laughs> good. So, uh, man, bring him in. Talk some crypto. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's, let's do it. Let's let's Come get the door sound effect. God,
2: those sound effects are the best.
1: I tell you what, it sounds like a real door. They're It
2: sounds like a real
1: door. Oh man, it's like <laughs> the old days of radio. Oh, two, co- two coconuts right. like the horse. <laughs> that's Da-da-da-da. good. Uh, Brant, Aaron, welcome, guys. How Thanks we for doing? Coming in. How's it going, guys? I designed those T-shirts, by the way. Yeah, I, I yeah. thought you might have designed those. <laughs> If you can wear an XL, you can have uh, mine. I'll, I'll sounds bring it good. by. Sounds I'll good. hook you up. You, you can <laughs> wear it at home and <laughs> just point to it all yeah. the time. You show your son. My son would, yeah, definitely not like that one. Yeah, <laughs> man. So crypto's like the Wild West, right? Like it's the final frontier in some ways. This is as far as financial systems. This is just revolutionizing how people pay for things. Brent, what's going on with crypto?
0: So you, you reference the Wild West. It. It is still the Wild West, but we're not shooting Indians anymore. That's <laughs> that for the happens, best. It's that best. happens in the early 2012s, 2010. If you were in there, you were still shooting Indians. It's becoming more mainstream, more institutionalized, and the adoption rate is going through the roof right now. So, Explain the adoption rate. Okay, so the internet. crypto, for that matter. (laughs) So for a reference, when the internet was invented in the 90s, most of us here are in our 40s plus. 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 So we remember the internet coming online. Right. At its peak, it was adopted at about 63% as far as adoption rate. So if you factor in Metcalf's law into that, you know, it doubles, doubles, doubles the networking law. And currently, crypto is being adopted at a rate of 113%. Now, it's people that are way smarter than me predict that, you know, the adoption rate will fall to 80-something percent. And we're looking at 100x over the next 10, 10 years, 8 to 10 years from where we are now. And for a slang saying, a monkey could invest in crypto right now and 100x their money in the next 10 years.
2: You really think so? Wow! It's, it's a, that's you've just lost Tristan. He's out the door, man. Oh God! He's on the I'm net. just throwing it all in there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing. Now, when you say that, is that more like investing, like getting a you know a crypto wallet and putting your money in there, or I guess actually mining? It would be a different thing, right?
0: Mining is completely different than holding. It's it's the actual adoption rate. So if you're in Walmart and you see ten people, you ask ten people what's a Bitcoin. Nine of them don't have a clue right, right now, so that's where your adoption rate is. Um, the more it's on the news, the more it's mainstream. <clears throat> the more, the more the, bad as I hate to say this, the more the government get involved gets involved. The more you have, institutions coming in with billions of dollars, not millions, billions, wow. and that's when you know everybody else can get a piece of it. They don't really have to know what I know. They can have a fund that has it in it because now it's the big institutions that are behind it, uh, and they're they're not in it now. And Kevin O'Leary's touched on this numerous times. Mister Wonderful, Mister Wonderful, met him in Miami. Super good guy. Oh no kidding! Very very oh, cool. Very down to earth person. Nice. Very pro crypto.
1: For those people that are listening at home, not me, because I definitely know who that is. Who Shark, is tank. That?
2: Shark Tank. Ah, gotcha. Shark Tank. Gotcha. That's where you know. he's a big investor, but okay. the bald okay. guy in Shark Tank.
1: I'm with you. And yeah. I think Cuban's
2: real into it.
0: Like uh yes, it. Cuban mm-hmm. is a lot in the NFT space and the uh and a lot of the uh the web three stuff. Yeah. Which I'm not specialized in at all. I other than knowing what an NFT is, I've never messed with them. I
3: actually created an NFT the other night. Yeah. Just to be tinkering with it. Yeah. What, what was your NFT? It's just a, an old picture I had
0: And on that's my that phone, non-fungible, and was, non token. Non-fungible, non-fungible token. Non-fungible token. Non-fungible uh, token, yeah. I
3: still have no idea how i done it or what I did, but I did it, just to say. <laughs> well,
0: it's, it's on a blockchain somewhere yeah. now. It a blockchain. Own it. Yep. You own it. And, and in the future, as I understand, <laughs> NFTs, you know, our medical records are sold for profits mm. by hospitals, mm. by mm. insurance companies. That's going to become more privatized as Web3 comes online – and NFTs become a thing, you actually own your medical records. Okay. And you put them in an NFT on a chain. Wow. If somebody Pretty wants them, they have to pay you for access now. Uh, there's a whole nother, there's a whole nother layer of internet coming that, I mean, if you're asleep on Web3, you're just asleep on it. But that's, you know, crypto's one thing, Web3 is another thing. I got, went down a rabbit hole there, but. Uh, it's almost mind
3: blowing. And
0: you get into It is. just a, it, uh but they kinda coexist. You know, on on web three there's gonna be a lot of crypto based assets, uh, real estate, you know, all that's all that's based on cryptocurrency blockchains. Okay. It's all based it's all a layer up on a blockchain somewhere. Whether it be Ethereum, Algorand, Polymatic, uh it's uh, on a blockchain.
2: So let's just go back to the start then, Brent can you explain crypto in a way that the uninitiated could have some understanding
0: so the simplest way i've ever yes simplest. understood
2: it. Yeah, you're talking to me in Dresden. Yeah, it me some- okay. <laughs> well, i it's, know it sounds like you got this
0: Eric. it is it's more or less the evolution of currency okay so when currency started millions of years ago you know, people traded food you liked i liked your food sure. better than mine Bar- we we bartered. yeah All right. That became seashells. That became spices, silks, gold. Currency has evolved Mm -hmm. ever since the beginning. This is the next evolution of currency. Think back, again, we're all 40s plus. Think back when you were 19. Did you have a credit card or a debit card? No. It was cash. No. Very true. Then we went to debit cards, which is nothing but a string of transactions settled daily between banks. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. There is no actual money changing hands. It's a string of transactions. Now we're starting to work into crypto. Crypto is a peer-to-peer payment system. So if you swipe your debit card, where do you go see that transaction? If I swipe my, yeah. Your your bank. Bank statement, yeah. Okay, so there's there's a third party involved. Right. Okay, well, crypto, there's no third party. It's peer-to-peer. I can give every one of you guys $100 in Bitcoin right now. I don't have to tell anybody, and we're fine with that. Uh,
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: New sponsor. Actually, that's how
2: Tristan got me here today. (laughs) Is is that our new sponsor? Is that our offer? (laughs) Thank you, Aaron, for bringing uh, him in. Thanks, Brandt. But that I understand it fully now, man. Yeah, it's
0: it's strictly peer to peer. It's there's no third party. Essentially, person to person, person to person. It's a peer to peer payment system. So, how does that get regulated, confirmed? How's it guaranteed? Okay, well, that's where the mining comes in. So that's what the computers do. If I send Ray a hundred dollars, that creates a block on the system, on the algorithm. All right, well those computers find that block. They open it up through a big long math equation, and it confirms yes, Brand had a hundred dollars in his wallet. No kidding, is it that what good. Mining
2: is. See, I had this idea that you were like trying to get or make coins. So essentially, you are authorizing confirming transactions confirming the transaction in in layman's terms that's what
0: mining is yep in layman's terms that's how it works and then it verifies that my wallet was good I had a hundred verifies you received it wow and your wallet was good all right once it does that it encrypts that transaction and locks it into the blockchain that's where blockchain technology comes from when order and that's public the whole entire blockchain is public so it would show from now till the end of time long as there's one computer online that has the blockchain in it, it would show that transaction between my wallet and your wallet for $100. But it doesn't say it was Brent. doesn't say it was Ray. It's just our wallet addresses. Okay. So in order to hack that, you have to go all the way back to the beginning and break every transaction to that point to access that particular transaction. Now, are there some trying to do that? Bitcoin's never been hacked. Never been hacked. Okay. A- as of this day, it's never been hacked. Just because of uh, uh, too much work? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the computers that we're we're running now are insane compared to man. That where it was a started. great, a, a truly great explanation. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, Very can cool. we put you on
2: the spot further? Can you kind of synopsize blockchain?
0: No, I cannot. Uh, <laughs> a little more. I, I understand the mining. The, the and I'm, you know, my dad told me one time. He said, "You can be kind of good at everything, or really good at one thing. <laughs> be really good at one thing." I'm really good at the mining. I'm I'm good at the power, the air. You know, putting the setups together, yeah, what it needs, and that's that's my specialty. Okay, but you have to understand where how it works. Sure, by nature right. of that. Great.
1: So, how much, and you can describe this in the amount of machines that you have and the amount of land that you use. How much mining do you do personally? If that's not pers- <laughs> yeah. like if that's currently okay
0: we're running about four hundred and fifty ASIC computers, wow. which which wow. is an application specific computer or chip. So all they can do is Bitcoin. All they can do is confirm transactions, and they can't even send an email. But they're the equivalent of probably 400 laptops in a box the size of a 12-pack of Coke. No kidding. With 7,000 RPM fans on both sides, they burn about 3,000 watts of power. So it's basically a, a mini heater. You know, we heat a 40,000-square-foot building with nothing but miners. Wow,
1: 40,000-square-foot. Mm-hmm. I think it was uh,
3: 40 degrees one day. I was up there, and it's 80 degrees inside the building. So,
0: Wow. Yep. And we we have the whole sides ventilated. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we just kind of regulate it by opening or closing vents.
3: Now, Bitcoin also is the uh, SHA-256. Is that yep.
0: right? So it's a SHA-256 algorithm. There's a little different
3: algorithms that each coin can do, too. He'll know more about that than I will. But Yeah. So so oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: You mentioned that your computers are programmed for Bitcoin. Now, can you reprogram it for something else? You cannot
0: reprogram an ASIC. An ASIC is application-specific. So if it's a SHA-256 miner, it will only do Bitcoin family, which is Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash. Uh, There's another one or two. Uh, That is it. Now, a GPU rig can be configured to mine whatever. You just change the configuration in it. They're... They're good at some things and horrible at others. So this has to be a huge boon to the hardware industry too, no? Very much so. Yeah. So the semiconductor shortage is yeah. hitting us as well as everyone else, along with the the panels. I mean, we're having we're just now getting panels that we ordered in November, electrical panels. It's uh we ordered switch gears for our new building. We're not getting them till August.
2: So yeah. do you actually have a team? Employees? We you, do. We have there's, okay. there's eight of us. We no f- kidding.
0: Yep. Uh, and we'll probably double in size this year. Wow. Uh, we're building out every day. We're, we've got about 450 running now. Probably have another 200 machines online by the end of next week. We're wow. almost finished with two buildings. And we have four more going. And then about another 1,800 coming online in <clears throat> September.
2: Man, how'd you get, how'd you start?
0: Two machines in my basement. I started with two machines. I, I overclocked the first one so bad I burned it up. <laughs> and uh and I got the other one. I ran a 30-day test on it, and the numbers beat what I had on paper, which has never happened before. And so I bought 10. I ran them 30 days, the numbers beat what I had on paper. So at that point I kind of went all in. I had 40 in my basement. Wife loved the heated floors in the kitchen, but hated the noise, and so I had to start moving out of the house. When, when,
1: what year was that, or when did you start?
0: I started in right around 2018. Uh, I, I've always traded heavily. I retired in 2016. I actually drove a truck for 20 years, hauled awesome. new cars. But that gives you a lot of time of the evenings to invest and day trade, whatever you want to do. That's and, awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of made some money on crypto, but I didn't understand how I made it. and It kind of freaked me out. So <laughs> that's when I dove into it. And I'm pretty, pretty much self-taught on the whole crypto side. But, you know, I've got some background in power distribution and all that from back before I drove a truck. Uh, but everything just kind of lined up with what I already knew. And and I'm, I just enjoyed tinkering with it. Still do. I like fixing them we, awesome. we do that as well yeah
1: now aaron you've uh started and how many machines do you have going in your shop at the moment i'm actually up to a uh, lucky 13 right now believe it or not nice <laughs> i don't you. know how
0: lucky that
3: is but
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully well and you're trying to get to 40 right is well i would least... like
3: to one day you know it's, it's it's i'm a i'm a little guy i'm just in, the, in my infancy of it and Brent's helped me out a lot to learn a lot of it but uh slowly but surely but they you know the electric behind it the um the heat behind it is a lot to take in and you think you want to do that at home. That's why he said it, you know either he had to go or the machines had to go, it's what his wife told him. What is <laughs> the utility bill kind of kind of whack? Six
0: figures a month right now. Six
3: figures a month.
1: So if it's six figures in cost, that means you're making more than <laughs> than that. So
0: it's a third. It's roughly a third. Yeah. So the power cost is roughly a third of the operation.
1: Well wow. I was gonna ask this a little bit later, but do you see the there is a lot of use of resources involved in crypto i think that's people that talk about it in a negative way would say that right what is the what do you think is the future of that do you think that there will be a future way to do that without as much energy
0: there is and and crypto miners are probably at the forefront of that i actually have a natural gas well on my farm and we're going to start subsidizing some of our energy off the natural gas that's
1: awesome
0: uh so but at the same time, energy's like water. Uh, so you only have so much peak time a day. So 7 a.m. in the morning is a pretty high peak time. Then you have right around 6 to 8. So the energy company has to buy, say they have to buy 50 megawatts to cover their peak energy use. Well, they can't just buy that for those three hours a day. They buy that much energy 24 hours a day. So what's happening now is crypto is able to burn that excess energy that was before not even being used. So this is this is the okay. crazy argument people's like, oh, it uses so much energy. We're using energy that's already there, already being produced, and we're doing something with it. It has a utility now. And it's offsetting. I know of one town in Tennessee, there was a mining operation went in and it brought the power company's baseline up so high it lowered the rates for the whole town wow because their baseline was so close to their peak use there was no there was no loss and that's that's what's happening right now you have actually have brokers that are just daily that's all they do they call power companies do you have stranded power here do you have stranded power there so it's a little bit like
2: um the best conservationists are outdoorsmen, are hunters. You're saying that crypto miners are really on the cutting edge of trying to maximize energy and use what's there and and use it uh, effect, efficiently, effectively. Correct.
0: Yeah. And it's 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 a it's a smart business model because your your only overhead is your employees and your energy cost. That's the only two things you have to contend with mining crypto. So. We're pretty blessed in eastern Kentucky that there was a huge coal industry here. There is tons of stranded power in eastern Kentucky. Tons. Kentucky passed a crypto bill last year. Uh, They abolished state tax on energy use for crypto mining. They abolished school tax and utility taxes. Now, you have to be at a certain level to qualify for all this stuff, and it's a process, but Kentucky's really at the forefront you you hear texas all the time and you hear florida kentucky has the climate for it we have the power here from the coal industry we have politicians in in office right now that are for it core scientific has a huge location in calvert city here they're one of the biggest probably one of the biggest publicly traded companies there is they're right there with mara and Riot blockchain marathon digital and Riot and uh right blockchain they're huge Uh, And again, they started in their basement. Most of the guys that are in this business started in their basement.
1: And so now you are actually, you're talking about some of the things that the state of Kentucky are doing, is doing. You're actually part of the team of folks that our Kentucky bigwigs are working with. Is that correct?
0: No, I'm not on the voting committee. No. Okay. I'm, I'm there. But okay. I'm not, I don't hold a vote. Anymore. Okay. But, there's there's 12 of them, and but, I don't hold a vote. But they talk to you, and you I've, give input. It's a very, very small niche industry right now. Yeah. So everybody talks to everybody. What's pretty cool, though. Yeah.
1: Now, I was talking to Aaron, you know, about getting up to his 40. Now, is there a level of machines or a level that you could hit that you would just say, once I get there, if I get this area full i'm completely done or it's sky's the limit as long as it keeps you,
0: you know that's actually happened several times and and i actually have a partner on you mine uh he's from cape cod sean marshall uh we met on a bad business deal of all things <laughs> <laughs> uh, ended up turns out we're we i think we have to be related because it's it's weird uh <laughs> so he's a yankee boy <laughs> shouldn't have been uh I, I i think he somehow came out of kentucky but uh awesome guy um but uh i don't even know where i was going with that but
1: uh, uh, well, the, the goal amount or oh yeah the amount oh the goal yeah do. we
0: have that conversation daily or not daily but probably monthly where do we stop
1: yeah
0: mm. well you're only limited this is the only thing i've ever been in that you're only limited by how much power you can find and how big your wallet is mm. that's the only two yeah. limitations You know, of course, the hardware is expensive, right? But the ROI on it, you know, if you got in early, you know, guys used to mine fifty bitcoins on their laptops. Wow! Back in the early Early two thousands, yeah, yeah. Bitcoin sitting at forty thousand today, somewhere around Mm. there. And and the crazy (laughs) part is, I'm a dinosaur in the game. I'm yeah, I'm forty six, just turned forty six. I'm an old guy. Most of the guys I deal with are kids that are buying a million dollars worth of equipment to mine with. Are in their 20s, driving Lambos. That's, it's crazy. But they mined them on their, you know, they kept them in a wallet. They knew it would be worth something someday. They traded tokens. My brother, for one, traded traded tokens for game upgrades back in the day. How about that? Wow.
1: And, and that tried to get me
0: in and- in 2012. And I was like, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Yeah.
1: Now you mentioned Mine. I used to see you wearing the Mine t-shirt. I assume it's your company. It is, yeah. But uh, tell us a little bit about sort of what you do with your company for other folks.
0: So we do hosting and, uh, and basically that's say, you know, there is the, the sound issue and the heat issue and the power issue and the machines have to have air. So we already have that set up. We have the location and they call it co-locating. So you would buy your machine. We put it on our racks, program the machines to your wallet. You have full access, just like it's in your basement we give VPN accesses to all of our clients so they can log in just like they're sitting there. All the mining point, proceeds point to their wallet and we charge a flat rate of electricity to maintain their machines and and host them. It's called hosting. Uh, we self-mine. If we got open space, we plug whatever we got in and self-mine. We do repairs on machines. And that's just by nature of hosting. You know, we, we try to have not much downtime at all. Uh We've got three techs, three guys that's been through school for technicians. They're actually technicians. So, uh, but that's that's about what we do. And we're we're start we're in the process of building, as far as I know, the second showroom in the United States that you can actually walk in and buy an ASIC miner or parts. And the other one's Block Forge in Phoenix, Arizona, and that's the only other one I know of. And, and as far as I know, we're building the second one in Kentucky wild
2: um the history of bitcoin how, how many years back is it
0: 2008 2008 yep it was invented as a as a hedge against inflation after the financial crisis of 08 oh no kidding so okay and the reasoning behind it so back to the how, how the computers get paid where does that money come from how does where's their money how do they get paid how, how do you get paid mining so for every confirmation there's rewards that are released by the algorithm So when this was set up, I think it was 25 Bitcoin every 10 hours back in the beginning. Four years later, that cuts in half. Or when the hash rate, when the blockchain gets to a certain point, it halves. So the rewards cut in half. That's how the price squeezes up. You got to look at it like if you know, there's 21 million Bitcoins that were created when this was started. All right, so you got to look at it like gold. If you knew where every ounce of gold in the world was, what would happen every time somebody took a piece of that gold? Mm. The price would go up. Mm-hmm. So every four years, if you look back through the Bitcoin charts, every four years you get this huge spike. Then it levels back off. Four years later, huge spike. That's, <clears> that's where Kathy Woods and all these people are coming up with these three. Bitcoin's going to be at 300, 500,000 in 2024. There's another halving coming. So right now there's six and a quarter Bitcoin released for rewards every ten minutes, I think. So in 2024 that cuts in half, so there's three, three and a third. So that squeezes it again. So the computing power is doing, getting less Bitcoin because, and it's going to make it more valuable. So that's that's how it hedges inflation. So does this go 24 seven? 24 seven three sixty five. Three sixty five. Wow. Yep. So it's not like the government just printing more money because they can. There's X amount of Bitcoin. There's 21 million. And it's it's estimated that 3 to 4 million are lost or locked in wallets that can never be accessed uh, from the early days. You know, people, you know, locked it on a hard drive. and The famous
3: show from Big Bang when they lost their hard drive.
0: I don't know if you've watched Big Bang. but I haven't seen
3: it. It was uh, pretty funny. They lost their hard drive and lost that money and they was all
0: tore uh, up. It. Yep. it
3: was pretty funny. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: And that it's estimated three to four million is is lost forever, three to four million Bitcoin. So in reality, there's probably going only going to be seventeen or eighteen million Bitcoin in existence.
1: So what happens once they stop being created? That's it.
0: And then it, they will still trade as a currency. <laughs> it's but, a, it's but still, you just can't mine it anymore. Yeah, and it's it's more of a store of value than a currency. Bitcoin's never going to be a currency. It's it's too slow. You have Ethereum. You have XRP. You have Litecoin. All that was created after Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the granddaddy that set the basis for all other cryptos. So you have all these other ones that have, you know, they're faster. They sent, there's the strike network out now. You guys might see it in the news lately. They sent some Bitcoin to Ukraine while I was in Miami and it took 33 seconds or something. That's fast. Yeah. If I send you Bitcoin, it's going to take 20, 30 minutes for it to confirm and and you're, you receive it
3: i think she actually time she cashed it out and had cash in her hand it was
1: less than three minutes they yeah, said
0: it's in, it's insane wow. that's and that's on the strike network but that's still layered on the on one of the on the bitcoin chain
1: so here's a quick question for you and you know again these are probably people who aren't bitcoin or crypto experts so you tend to be and i'd like to know some people still say uh, it's going away or it won't be around or it'll completely crash. i mean do you think there's any risk of that or you pretty much would find that to be ridiculous
0: I would think that the dollar would be more likely to crash before Bitcoin would. Wow. I mean, it's, it's, it's truly a global currency. You can send it anywhere in the world in a moment's notice, day or night. And it's peer-to-peer. That's hard to replace.
1: Yeah. So even if, say, governments universally tried to ban it, I'm probably not likely, but even something like that couldn't? You'd still have a black market of crypto
0: probably? <laughs> Probably because there is no, that's that's the thing of crypto. There is no governing entity. That's the great part about it. The yeah. government can't control it. They can't print more. They can't print less. They can't, you know, that's that's why it took off and did what it did.
2: Is Musk involved? Elon Musk?
0: Involved. Elon Musk holds a pretty strong portfolio. <laughs> Does he? Of uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum. He's, he's the Doge daddy, the yeah. Doge father.
2: That's what I thought, yeah. Yeah, he, he's. All right, so here's a really dumb question. How do you turn it into money? actual cash sell it just like a stock just sell it like a stock okay. on the
0: you know your wallets some wallets are tied to exchanges some aren't you have uh you have a centralized wallet and decentralized wallet uh, decentralized wallet's completely anonymous like a metamask nobody knows who owns the wallet it's just a wallet then you have like a centralized wallet that's coinbase that's uh gemini um uh, any of those You have to put in your information, your KYC stuff, your social security, your your driver's license, or whatever, and you get 1099s on those. Oh,
3: okay. So, what was your, how long you've been at it? Uh, Britt just came, Aaron, this is some crazy money. Let's get into it. I said, sure. You know, I'm always, I'm I'm a a pawnbroker. That's right. Yeah. Uh, And it's crazy. I have to admit, I, I don't fully understand it. I've been doing it, what, about a month and a half? I believe. Yeah, you're eat um, up with it. I am eat up with <laughs> it. Um, just ask listen, his wife. Just Yeah, you know, she does not want to ever hear it again. If she <laughs> no it, kidding. But, until we start cashing checks. So I'm sure she'll be around. I have to apologize bullet- her that
0: <laughs> every time I see her.
3: <laughs> she just sort of shakes her head at me all the time. But That's, you know, that's funny. A, it, it is absolutely uh, – it's like the, the rabbit hole. I don't know where it's going to end at. And That's what's cool about it, and it's interesting. And it is – it's not necessarily new. It's new to me, but sure. – for something to be that new and exciting and an investment opportunity that actually is a return on investment faster than I've seen most of any stock I bought. And I used to e trade myself all the time, but it just kind of, uh, shocked me when I went and seen Brent's, uh, operation, it was like unbelievable.
1: Uh, <laughs> the tour he gave me, it's just, it will blow your mind mm. what it's done. And I, I made wait. up, I am made up with I it. I can't wait to see it. And <laughs> I've got to say this, Ray, this is a little bit embarrassing because we're probably 30 minutes into the show somehow we managed to have our sponsors staring at us and forgot to thank our sponsors in the beginning of the show. I don't know yeah. how in the world we managed to do that, but we definitely want to thank our friends at Bad Wolf Gaming. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh we should go up to we should the four of us after this should go up to Bad Wolf Gaming and play a little D&D Aaron can can Dungeon Master for us I don't know about that so but yeah check out our friends at Bad Wolf Gaming uh, 711 Chestnut Street in Berea Uh, gaming all the card games Yu-Gi-Oh Ray you you probably have a list of all the games I have a list yeah but it's 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 great family fun. So get up there, play some Dungeons and Dragons, have a good time with these folks. I mean, it's a really great, clean, awesome place. Dan and NASA, who I have been saying yes, correctly yes, for several yes. weeks, even though it? I did have an episode where I was off. Not sure, what
2: that rhymes with? NASA.
1: Hey, Nay, hey, yeah, I
2: hey, know. I don't know. It's an odd name. She will admit it's an odd name. Yeah, she's what, what, the only NASA I know.
1: Cool people though. I'm, you I know, say. I didn't. I didn't really know Dan and Nasa, but through this I've got to know them a little bit and they're, they're both really cool. So yes, and we gotta have them back on the show real yes. soon. And we what's the other sponsor I forget?
3: Oh yeah. Uh, some
1: some some crypto guy. Crypto yeah.
3: crypto maniac. <laughs> crypto maniac. Conservative maniac. That's probably it, <laughs> So if you
1: if you like listening to Aaron here on the podcast, you'll love buying things from him at Berea Pond. So you can check him out. Uh, Berea Pond, which is a 107 Clay Drive in Berea, or if you're not in driving distance to Berea Pond, com. You can sort of check them out. And which is a
2: great them. name for a website.
1: It is, yeah. And, and amazing that you were I was to, shocked to they, uh, that. Did, somebody didn't have that. Right. Know, yeah, yeah. That's, that's impressive. That's, yeah, it yeah, is impressive. So I've been talking a lot about the couches because you guys have gotten a lot of nice Wayfair furniture mm-hmm. in lately, which is, you know, a quarter of what you'd pay, but it's unused, never been in a home. It's Brandy. just you guys have got these new pallets of really nice stuff. Do you want to talk a little bit about what uh, the showroom looks like right now? You know, when you think of Brea Pond... <laughs> it's
3: not a pawn shop. Of course, you know, right. It's, it's, I'm a little different than a normal pawn shop. You n- never know what you're going to find in my place. Of course, we still do the typical pawn shop stuff. You know, we'll, Jewelry, gold, guns, electronics on certain extents, but
1: never enough watches for me. Never any Rolexes for okay. Bring the no. watches in and
3: tell Aaron, yeah. and Aaron will Wait. call me. Brent wants a one, so I don't know. I might have to get Brent one first.
0: Brent, let me sell you one of mine. <laughs> Let's go, Skydweller.
1: Now, I got a Yacht Master, solid gold. Daytona. Oh, I sold my last Daytona. You probably want one of the newer ones, though. I want the Smurf one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm out of out of your league. I already. don't think
3: there's too many uh, Rolexes floating around, Brea. This is <laughs> yeah, not the probably. Pawn Stars in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. I don't see that kind of stuff most no. of the time.
1: Yeah, but yeah, so that, that is the cool thing about your place. Like, yeah, you've got the element of pawn. You know what you would typically think? Yeah, go uh, buy a gun, sell a gun, ammo, that type of thing. But yeah, I think. The other stuff sort of, too, is what really makes you so much different probably than any pawn shop in America. It's that it's sort of like a almost a superstore of other stuff, and it's huge. And how many square foot is your? Uh, we're almost 16,000 nice. square feet. So, it, you know, we try to fill the space as much as I can. Right, right,
3: right. Yeah, but, you know, like Tristan said, it's, you know, it's pretty much 100% new furniture. I mean, and we're, like you said, it's, you know, we try to be as cheap as we can. Of course, cost of everything's going up right now. Even Yes, it is. Uh, delivery on the freight and all that stuff. We we can't help that, but we still do the cheapest we possibly can. And we um, finance, we do financing now up to, up to 12 months. Um, So we do everything we can lay away, you name
1: it. We try to help you out the best we can. Cool. So that's uh, Aaron at Berea Pond. Check him out. Uh, You can also see his wife who'll be hiding in the back room (laughs) because she doesn't want to hear about crypto uh, while you're there, but uh, shout out to Robin and uh, go see, go see them both at uh, 107 Clay Drive in Berea. No matter what you're going in for, it's like you'll you'll enjoy the experience. A lot of cool stuff. And your
2: right. computers, your operation is set up at the shop.
1: I am. Uh, my farm is set up you're, at the shop. It's your farm,
2: yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah. crypto yeah, farm. It's a
3: mining farm, and it's it's a ball. I've had more fun with it doing it than I have uh, anything else. Like friends over laughing at me. Are you starting
2: to understand a little more?
3: I am understanding a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's it is a lot to understand, but it's. Uh, yeah. You know, there again, it's it, it's not the easiest to get into. It's not like everybody's racing to go and do all this because it right, is uh, right, the equipment. Right. It gets expensive. Right, right. You know, some of those machines, if I'm not mistaken, Brent, are close to fifty grand a machine on some of the expensive uh, ones. KD6s, yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm slumming right now. I was getting to buy as cheap machine. as I can.
2: <laughs> so, Brent, uh, uh, you seem to know this pretty well. What, 2008, who was the big brain behind crypto? Satoshi behind
0: Nagamoto. Gub? Okay. And in 20, I think it was 2010, he sent his last email and has been anonymous ever since. Oh, no
1: way. Yep.
0: Wow. He no. was the Bitcoin guy. He invented no Bitcoin. Kid. Now, what do we believe is the reason that he's gone? It was, and by that that time, it was starting to take, get teeth and was worth, you know, he's got a wallet locked with, I forget how many Bitcoin in 5,000 or 50,000 or 50,000 maybe or something, something insane. Yeah. Mm. So he's- not the largest wallet, though. Um, it's a Chinese guy has the wall- largest wallet.
1: Wow! So, do we assume he just took some money and said, "I'm going to vanish and be I very rich I assume that somewhere?
0: it served the purpose he created it for, mm. and he said, "I'm done here," you know, and just That's walked away. Fascinating. How is that story not common knowledge? Right. It's amazing. It's, it is okay. You I'm, can, in you the can Google. Google him. Yeah, yeah. It is, and and people. And what was the name again? Uh, Satoshi Nagamoto, kind of like D.B. Cooper. <laughs> well, you know, there you go. Everybody, yeah. everybody thinks it's a great reference. They know who Satoshi Nagamoto is, uh-huh. but some people think it's an engineer in Europe, uh, a Japanese guy. Uh, there's, there's all kinds of different theories as to who he is, much like D.B. Cooper. Right. So, you know, it's just one of those. And
2: obviously a brilliant cat.
0: Obviously brilliant because yeah. it's, it. The algorithm actually does what it was designed to do. It, it hedges inflation, like right now inflation's rampant. Right. Uh, if they was really telling the truth, we're probably thirteen, fourteen in percent inflation. You know, Bitcoin by having every four years fights that because it makes itself worth more every four years. You don't have to print more of it. It automatically cuts itself in half and forces itself to be worth more. So it's a, it's a, it's a heck of a heck of an idea, yeah. you know, and it, like I said, it's it it stemmed out of the 2008 financial crisis, is where it came from.
3: A lot of people are scared, too, when I talk to them that, you know, when is it over, because they only made an X amount, but I actually said uh, I, I think 2140 will be the last Bitcoin that gets mined, so, I mean, it's not like it's in our lifetime that it's going to happen, but
0: 2140, no,
2: 2140 they expect 2140
0: it to be the... At, at the current computing rate. Yeah. Now, you factor in quantums, I know MIT's working on quantums, uh, you factor in quantums, ASICs are done, which all computers are done. If you factor in com- yeah. quantums, you've got AI taking over, which you've already got AI being developed now. Uh, but again, you, it, under,
2: it, you understand quantums?
0: <laughs> yeah, for
2: sure. <laughs>
1: I watched so Quantum Leap. going to be ubiquitous. <laughs> Quantum's <laughs> will be ubiquitous Quantum in no <laughs> time. Quantum's <laughs> <laughs> will be
0: ubiquitous. Quantum computers, ah, ah, you know, nice. and they have an insane <laughs> computing rate.
1: From the context clues, I did gather oh, yes, that it yes, was from a smarter the and bigger. Right? right. No,
0: so yeah, no, I am serious about that. that. No, yes, so am I. Much right, right. Well, you have you have Moore's law. I was waiting for you to yeah, ask the, the question. Computers will double and capacity and power every four which, years which has uh, which basically is stayed stayed has true. happened right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's true. True, Steve yeah. Wo- I I don't know if Steve Wozniak actually wrote that law or probably, was part of it right. or, or what, but uh I know he was affiliated with Moore's Law at some yeah. At some some level. But uh yeah, it's uh quantums are definitely something that if they ever take place, you know, will definitely probably wreck blockchains because quantums can hold, you know, Way more capacity than a blockchain can.
2: How far down that road
0: are we, if at all? I don't know. No, don't know. I I feel like in reality we probably won't see it in our lifetimes. Okay. Uh, but man, it's fascinating. Today's current computing rate, you have they're they're estimating twenty one forty the last coin to be mined, because again, every four years it halves, all the way down to zero. So, okay you you you're mining fractions of bitcoin in 15 years, 20 years. You're like literally fractions. You know, I think there's 12 or 16 decimal places in bitcoin. I don't know, it's a lot. So what would you recommend,
1: you know, from a novice, like somebody that is interested in in the blockchain and bitcoin and crypto and they I don't know, will throw an arbitrary number of say $100,000 that they would really like to seriously invest? Like, what would you recommend them? Like, at this point, nothing at all? Or like, no, nope, follow me, we can make you some money? Or
0: I don't want anybody to do anything because I said to. I've right. always been that way. You need to do your own research. Well, if somebody said, I want it. to
1: do this, what would you?
0: If, they want, if somebody wants to do it, and my partner actually came up with this, the best thing to do is to tell them to open a Coinbase account. I'm not promoting Coinbase by no means. Uh, they pay me nothing. Uh, But uh, they have lessons on there. They'll give you free uh, crypto for watching these three-minute videos, these little lessons. They'll they'll give you so much crypto for watching these. And you gain a better understanding of how things work and how the utilities work on Mm -hmm. different coins and different chains. And then once you gain that understanding, if you're still game, you know, if you're handy or have a pretty strong electrical background, I would say build your own mind, buy the equipment, build your own mind. If you're not, if you're just a standard investor, you want hands off, I would say host it. You know, there's not only us, there's several, you know, services available. We try to be competitive with everybody. But uh that's that would be my recommendations as if you wanted to move forward with it. What would hosting entail? So, our hosting is basically it's a $25 setup You buy the machine, and the machines change daily with the coin price because the value's different, you know, by what they'll put out. So you buy the machine, and we have a minimum machines of 10. We have a minimum MOQ of 10, so you have to buy 10 to host with us. Just for the simple fact, we don't want to have 10,000 clients. We'd rather have 100 that we can service properly. Right. Uh, You buy the 10 machines. We charge $25 to set them up, configure them, unbox them, put them on the racks, network them in and then it's a straight 10 cents a kilowatt hour period comma no no percentage of your bitcoin no nothing it's straight 10 cents so you're you guys are paying somewhere in the neighborhood 11 or 12 at home so we can actually host it cheaper than you can plug it in at your house and that's that seems to be a pretty good option i know we we stay pretty well backed up we've never done any marketing or advertising and our buildings are full before they're built.
3: Hmm. I don't mean to interrupt too bad, but uh, if you notice his phone's not quit beeping either. Yes. yes. You know, I'm a businessman
0: too. My phone's not running. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. yeah. it's. Uh, I started at eight o'clock in the morning and quit at midnight. No seven good. Days a
1: week. It's, it's, it's going again. So yeah. there you go. That's okay. funny. <laughs> Man. So. Um, any... What's really,
3: I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, what's ahead, really right. cool about his hosting facilities too. I mean, you're kind of hands off. They're, his his team is taking care of that, and I'm doing my own farm, and I'm sweating 24 seven trying to learn. Did I do this right? And of course, he's helped me out a lot. But you know, with doing it with him, it's you know you can go brain dead a little bit. and Just say, here, take care of
0: that." Sounds yeah, kind and, of good. And we try to make it that way. Yeah. Oh, idiot proof. Well, I don't call anybody an idiot, but uh, <laughs> just just say it and forget it. You know, say it. And Keep it simple. It.
1: And you um, talk about uh, you would want people to have at least. Was 10 machines right and let's see the average cost of machines about 8 grand
0: uh you know there's different ones they vary you can we we try to keep new gen stuff cuz i don't want people buying something that's you know our contracts are year long so i could sell 40 terahash machines that are not going to be profitable in 12 months i i know that i'm not going to do that to somebody i'm not going to lock them in a contract for 12 months when the machine's going to be breaking even in 10 or eight or whatever so we try to keep new gen equipment and you know right now we consider new gen 80 terahash or higher so we have some 80 terahash machines that are around 5200 bucks we have some 90s that are around 7200 bucks we have some 104s that are around ninety two hundred bucks and then you get into the you know the cadena miners and other coin miners the cadena miners are like 50k we don't stock any of those uh for obvious reasons but everything else we we try to keep at least 50 to 100 in stock because we we typically you know when somebody comes on they they'll start with 10 and call you the next day and say i want 50. Mm. yeah you just keep going it's yeah. the rabbit hole i mean it's crazy and once once they see we're legit and you know i have people in miami that hosted with us washington dc uh phoenix arizona uh to think
1: Nicholas and it, is Hill. your partner still in cape cod he is. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now okay. you've uh, we sort of we danced around it, but uh, you did some work with the Miami Ink guys. I did. Right. Talk about that if you would a little bit, or or and even after that, what other celebrities have you have you came upon in,
0: in your in your work? Not a lot. I mean, J.P. Barrick's considered a celebrity, and and I kind of got my start from J.P. Watching him. He's a kid from North Carolina. He's in his twenties. Uh, started he started mine in high school. And decided he was going to do it green. So he moved to Iowa, found a windmill that would work with him. Mm. And he has a large operation on a windmill. All his energy comes from wind out there.
2: No kidding.
0: And then you got, you know, Texas is doing a lot of flaring stuff now. Uh, Typically, you know, you drive through Texas, you see oil well flares burning everywhere. You don't see that anymore. You know why? There's a generator sitting there mining Bitcoin. So they're... They're not blowing that up into the sky anymore. They're catching that, burning it through a gin set or a turbine, and creating value out of it. That's so. amazing. So, it, And
1: it seems like from talking to you, and and you may have a little bit of bias, but I mean, I think if you listen to certain segments of the news, you're going to hear how bad that is for the environment. But what I'm hearing is is there's a lot of ways to do it where there's almost no impact and it's actually helping.
0: Correct. Correct. Hey, I, I've come to learn— you do the exact opposite of what you hear on the news. you will be in pretty good shape. Amen. <laughs> but, but no, talk about the Miami guys. Oh, so got down. I had been planning a tattoo. I wanted to cut. I had an old tattoo and was going to get it covered up. And I kind of had a plan for the wall street bull. Mm. So I got down to Miami to the Bitcoin conference and they unveiled the crypto bull. Yeah. So the, des, the guy that designed transformers designed this bull. Well, I, I love transformers who don't, uh, like anything Marvel. No doubt. So I called my wife, and I'm like, I'm getting a tattoo down here. She's like, what? And I sent it to her. She's like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I walked down the street, and there's Miami Ink. Watched it on Spike TV several times. I walk in, and there's everybody I've watched on TV. I'm like, you guys do walk-ins? Not typically. I was like, what do you want? And I told them. They said, can you be here at noon? I'm like, yeah. So six hours later. Six hours in the chair with Chris down there. X, the owner, calls me the next day, or we we talked crypto. You know, basically the whole time. Uh, X was invested in some other cryptos and stuff, and had knowledge of it. So now he's one of our hosts. We okay. we have machine his machines running at our place. Ah, that's cool. Uh, was any of that filmed, or was that more just some? Like- I, well, there was a documentary done on my tattoo down there, and it was TradeStation was the company that. Uh, had the bull built or commissioned the work and uh they basically hooked me up and took care of me i got shirts i got you know met their whole team and and there is a documentary coming out but i don't have links to it yet i've got the producer sent me a couple texts but i don't have a link to anything yet
1: man that's really really cool
0: very cool yeah
1: so any if somebody doesn't you know is less and again this may not be your forte and aaron you can chime in on this too uh, do you have any great investment tips? If somebody was just starting out and maybe wanted to put some money into crypto, do you think it's pretty much all solid? Or is there a certain direction you would uh you guys might nudge somebody toward?
0: I can tell you that I stay with stable coins. Now you'll hear Shiba Inu, you'll hear Dogecoin, you'll hear whatever. All of them out. Those are I'm not gonna say they're pumping dumps, people make bank on them. But it's, it's the equivalent of walking into Vegas and rolling the dice. you know. The people that had Dogecoin at .005 cents, then it ran up to 73 cents. It's mm. like getting struck by a Elon Musk did that. Yeah. No other reason. There is an unlimited amount of Dogecoin. It's mm-hmm. unlimited. They can print all they want. It's unlimited. So it has no value. It has no utility. It has no anything, but it has the Elon Musk factor. That's what happened to Dogecoin. She Banu, Baby Doge. I mean, there's just tons of altcoins. And in the end, again, we're in the Wild West. Not shooting Indians anymore, but it's the Wild West. Basically, any coin that's out right now, if you hold it long enough, you're probably going to make some money on it. Uh, but my advice, if you just want to play with it, start with 200 bucks. Open a Coinbase account, throw 200 bucks in it, buy some Bitcoin, buy some Ethereum, buy some Litecoin, uh, buy some Polygon, or, you know, sand or one of those but stick with the stick with the stable coins and stable coin is that mean that
1: there is a a a set amount of it or is that is there a different definition just consider stable
0: stable coins because there is yeah there is a set amount and it has utility and uh yeah and it has the backing or the funding behind it but
3: it'd be kind of like buying a walmart stock or
0: right uh, my stock which you wouldn't want to buy in very pond (laughs) right (laughs) that'd be the difference right (laughs) nice That would be about the difference of it. So what does, do you? Oh, go ahead, right no, I was just gonna say it's not going anywhere, is it? It's you know, I, yeah. It's, I think it would have already went. If yeah. it was gonna go. The horse is out of the gate on this one. If the government could put it back in the box, I feel like they would, uh, but they can't. Mm-hmm. It's, and, it's too far gone.
3: The thing that I, I listened to out of uh, come out of that twenty twenty or twenty twenty two convention in Miami, that one of the, the speakers, if I'm not mistaken, Brent, they said there was like a wall of cash waiting to be invested into yes. Bitcoin because yes. for one, the government's not in it yet. And they really don't want to take, you know, these hedge funds managers and all these guys is not going to throw tons of money in it just yet until there is some, some, some form of regulation, some construction, like you said, but they, they said it could be trillions of dollars waiting to yeah. go invested in that. And that would be a tidal wave in some of these coins. I would say in, in the next couple of years or more, mm. it, it shocks me.
0: And you have, you have now, you have some early adopters. You have Carnegie Mellon Bank, which is the oldest bank in the, yeah. in the nation. They're, they have like $20 billion worth of crypto. You have Visa, PayPal, uh, BlackRock Financial. Some of the big powerhouses on Wall Street are early adopters. But now what you're going to get is you're going to start getting Vanguard funds. You're going to start getting Schwab funds, E-Trade funds, and that's... What Aaron's talking about, that's when the wall of cash just falls in. And Kevin O'Leary's touched on that a lot, too. He, like I said, he is huge pro-crypto and a very knowledgeable guy in the space. Uh, but he he's even said it would be good. Initially, short-term, it's going to be horrible if they start regulating it. Short-term, six months to eight months, it's going to be terrible. Everybody's going to be like, oh, the government's involved. And then after the money starts flowing, it's going to be good for everybody. So is that... Coming down the pike, I think so. It's being pretty well I think so. uh, looked at as it's, far as regulation. It's a lot more under the spotlight now than yeah. it has been in the past. Right. Uh, right. Usually, when you see it on the news, it's a, it's already happened. It just ain't happened yet.
2: Right. Right.
3: I think where so many other uh, companies now are starting to accept crypto. You know, the they government's are. going to get involved. Yeah. I think there's like two thousand or yeah. two hundred companies taking Litecoin now, or something like that. Well, it. and that's
0: a lot of them are right. taking it now because of Strike. Yeah. You know, the deal with Strike
3: so, qu- so quick to go through. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to buy something from me, you're welcome. Come down and spend some Bitcoin with me. I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) Well, one
0: of of the happiest days of my life, I was in Tennessee, rural Tennessee at a dance competition with my daughter. And I pulled up to a shell and there was a huge Bitcoin logo on the door. No kidding. I thought, no way. Well, I walked in. I'm like, do you take crypto? Yes. Yes. Crypto. Little Indian guy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I said, "Can I buy gas with crypto?" Yes, yes. Get wallet. And he was he was wearing his phone out trying to get his <laughs> no wallet up. Kidding. So I, that was the happiest day. I bought seventy eight dollars worth of gas, some drink twenty dollars worth of drinks and snacks for the girls, and paid him with Bitcoin. How about that? So <laughs> that was the first real world you know, transaction <laughs> that I had. And you know that Bitcoin now I think it was at twenty seven thousand then or something. So you know it's already doubled and then some. Yeah. So, so he made more money and he made more money.
3: One of the stories I remember early on, somebody bought uh, two Papa John pizzas I think or a pizza with a couple of bitcoins. You think that's probably the most expensive pizza ever sold. 100. Yeah. It was 400 bitcoins a pizza. I think it. Oh could you imagine? God. Yeah, at today's prices it okay. would be.
0: And and the guy was an early adopter. He sure, did it on his laptop. He still you know, he's still big in crypto. Mm. There's National Pizza Day now because of it. Oh, oh in the, the be... crypto space. Oh, how about that? Yeah. That's what makes uh, me
3: think it's never going to be able to go completely away just because right. it's getting adopted so much. It surely is.
0: It. Yeah, it really it is. It would be like mid-90s, the internet gets turned off. Right. It was at its peak, 63% adoption. And crypto, in general, is at 113 currently. And it's not slowing down. Right. It's going the other way. Right. So... And at current, roughly 10% of the population even knows what it is. So, long way to the top. It's a it's a long game. But, you know, as far as, like, the $200 we were talking about, throw $200 in it and play with it. I've looked at a lot of researches and studies. People that hold past nine months typically profit 40-plus percent.
1: Unbelievable.
0: People that sell – inside of 9 months typically lose 40 to 60%. <laughs>
2: How about that?
0: So that's that's the metric. It's it's a long game. I mean, now now we we do sell some of our crypto to obviously keep the operation afloat. Right. But we we try to hold all we can because we you know, we're long on it.
2: Man, I'd love to take a drive out and see it, wouldn't you? Uh, it's a, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, you, You'll be
0: hooked. It's over. I <laughs> promise you. It's over. <laughs> Invitations there. Anytime oh, if I'm around, you're, you're more than welcome, man.
1: I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah and we you, definitely Brent. will. Yeah, I, I actually had an opportunity to go and had like a slew of Let bad me luck. me down. And, yeah. and missed, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, you were hungover. Well, I was, well I'd been <laughs> drinking lots of vodka. No, that was actually, I just got back from Cincinnati uh, opening day, had a bunch of work yeah, to do. Hungover. And my No, <laughs> I wasn't hungover. I, I hydrate, right? That's why I always have this water. i Water. Water is key. Yeah. And then my dogs got out. So it was that whole thing. Yeah, yeah so I trade missed out. You, never you never were trading
0: vehicles. Anyway. And, were trading vehicles.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I was yeah, trading vehicles. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: My wife took her spot, and trust me, it. she's still sitting there shaking her head at me.
1: <laughs> nice. I would have thought the trip down might have sort of got her rolling in the right direction. Well, uh, I, she's
3: seen, I mean, she's seen the the operation and what it can be, you know, of course there again, I'm not going to throw money nowhere close. Like Brent's able to throw money at it, but it's been a ball to get into it. And that's interesting to learn from very interesting.
0: But now I've done it organically. We haven't borrowed any money. We haven't. Oh, nice. We, we we haven't done anything. It's all been organic growth. I I, I was, I was in the earlier runs, you know, so we, we had some fast ROIs. I think I have my fastest ROI was three months. On, did you get equipment. to have
2: that conversation with O'Leary or were you just did you just meet briefly?
0: I met him briefly and then talked to him for just a second. Super nice guy. And then everybody figured out it was Kevin O'Leary yes, and yes, he yes. got swamped. I, I got you. So yeah. I just casually yeah, backed, sure, out sure, the, sure. backed out of the yep. Fray. yep. yep. But okay. I did see JP down there and got to talk to him. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: but that's what they love to hear. Yeah, Dave Portney into, was there.
0: Uh, yeah. Didn't talk to Dave. Uh, Michael Saylor came blasting through, but he was headed, the guy had one thing on his mind and that was his speech on stage. He wasn't slowing down.
2: But Uh, to do it organically, not go way into debt, that's what they love.
0: Yeah. You
3: know, investors.
0: And it's there. You just gotta, it's a, it's a plant the seed and wait for it to, Wait for it to bloom. Yeah. Yeah, It's
3: not a get rich quick scheme. If you're
0: looking to get rich quick, it's in the wrong business. This is not something. And if you're worried about what it's going to do today, you're in the wrong business. You're you're looking down the road. And that's
2: kind of another revelation because a lot of the way it's sold is, "Ah, it's just
0: a get rich quick scheme. That's got, you Mm. know. You do see that. Yeah, I've heard it called pyramids. Yes, exactly. There's there's actually work goes on. Yes. You know, even. Which you explained a lot of today. Yeah. Even the power company, when we got started, they were like, this is risky. Right. I'm like, Okay. It's not, and then I ex- they didn't understand how it worked. So after I explained how the mining side worked, you know, it only costs it costs eighteen thousand dollars in energy to produce a bitcoin. So right now it's forty thousand dollars. That's you know pretty good pretty good profit pretty line. good profit yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. So it's not that she's like bitcoin's really volatile and this that and the other. I'm like, well, as long as it's above twenty, we're in a profit line. It's just a matter of whether we're at forty percent or eighty percent. Right it's you know right. our profit may not be as big this month as it will be later and once they got that grasp they've been more than willing to work with us so
1: that's great brant if this is if you don't want to answer that's fine you've obviously done pretty well in crypto retired from your previous day job doing so well in what you're doing what cool toys have you purchased or is there anything that you that you've hit a certain level and you went and bought something awesome nothing Nothing at all? Nothing. He bought,
0: so, <laughs> bought a couch for me. I bought a couch
1: for Aaron. There you and go. Come on. I was,
0: was going to throw that out a minute ago I, and a badass couch at that. Nice. <laughs> it's going to my office. Did you
1: negotiate or did you pay sticker?
0: <laughs> I had to take care of him. Okay. <laughs> he, he just, yeah, he took oh, care of me, of course. course. Fair but Aaron always has to take care of me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, me and Aaron have known one another a long time ago. He time helped me yet. start, I wanted a gun license. Nice. And it's kind of a process. And Aaron helped me through it years ago and didn't have to. and Come find out I'm kind of related to his wife somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Who you apologize to every time oh, I every see every her. Every time right? I yeah. see her, I tell her I'm sorry. That's the yeah. first words out of my mouth. Robin, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> do, do you ever partake in the rummy? The what? The, the rummy at Berea Pond. Oh.
3: No. <laughs> not played okay. too many cards with you. All them. right.
1: You know, we should do that on a show. We should, we we should say we play should, rummy. Yeah. We should I'm not, a, not a huge gambler. <laughs> yeah. No, they don't gamble either. It's just for fun. Oh. I think maybe when everybody leaves, the money flies had to pay Robin. Yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs>
0: Very nice. Well, yeah, uh, no, no, was no good. splurges. I mean, we're, we're pretty much focused on moving forward. Yeah. And Sean, are, Sean and I both are putting everything back in the company as it, as it grows. That's awesome. Uh,
3: if you ever get to go up there, you'll see that it's amazing. You know, and it, it, what he's gone through and what he's built up. That's what blew me away. Mostly the, the, the work going into something, and the starting of stuff, which he's done it for a while now, but just just the evolution of what he's done can he explain to you, you know, that it's not just something
2: fly by Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's, it's, actually, that's, that's the impressive part of it
2: yeah Brant, well, it's, it's been very educational
1: very yeah. cool yeah, very yeah. cool show
2: nice yeah. to get away from politics yeah that's I'm true. not in hot seat yeah, today. yeah. yeah neither
1: strange. Aaron nor <laughs> me are red today right, right, from arguing right, politics right. Yeah. so well, Brant, it's a little
2: warm in here now. it is a little toasty
1: <laughs> Brant uh, you already said you don't have to advertise but if you ever locally
0: advertise <laughs> can, <laughs> can, can you hit me up
2: yeah
0: alright so we've got today as we close out and again cryptos you know I'm not an expert it, it's it's an opinion. It's a do your own research thing. It's you know.
1: There's a little modesty there
0: though. You yeah, know yeah. You, you know yeah. what you're. Yeah, you're, you're, I know I how to right. make it work. Yes, I yeah. would agree with Trizet yes. on that. A
2: little bit of modesty. I know
0: how to make it work, but I I, I tell anybody don't. So do it kind of
2: another of, dumb question. You say do your own research. Is it as simple as
0: Mister Google and just? It it is, but now when that's being said, Aaron can attest to this. There is as much misinformation oh, as yeah. there is good information. Fair, okay. Uh, you kind of got to wade through the bullshit. Gotcha. Just put it politely. Gotcha. Uh, but the information's there if you want to dig for it. Sure. I'm, I mean, I'm, like I said, 100% self-taught. And, right. And a lot of it was Google, YouTube, uh, TikTok, of um, yeah. all things. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's there if you want to find it. That's great. Just I like watched a uh,
3: video on top of video waiting on him. You know, he said, I'm going to come get you set up. And he helped me. And I I think it was, what, two or three weeks once we talked. Yeah. I, I just done nothing but watch videos and and read articles my wife shook her head at me then too because mm-hmm. that's all i was watching but that is great like you said there's a lot of false stuff and a lot of people saying oh it's just going away right. you gotta be careful on that too so yeah. if you believe all that i'm a french model <laughs> well
1: I, I mean for the folks that haven't saw you I'm, and this is what i want to the face the radio you know one thing we haven't done we've got to start taking pictures with our guests take a picture of his in. uh tattoo. I I was going to ask him. I didn't know if that'd be weird if a dude asked him, can I see your tattoo? But I do want to see your tattoo.
0: I had to say it, it would have been weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I said. I was going to say, (laughs) I'll put it on the Facebook. If you just said, take your shirt off, I would (laughs) have probably
1: left. (laughs) And also, I'm sitting here drinking it with my pink straw.
0: So I was like, Grant,
1: can I please see
0: your... I'm used to pink. My daughter has a pink card.
1: But no, it would be cool to see the tattoo if you can get it out without being nude. Yeah. I'm I'll not getting
0: it on the arm, okay, so we're, very we're all good. right on that one. It's like all uh, it's that is my whole upper shoulder.
1: Nice. <laughs> oh, oh, the Miami Ink nice. It is like the uh, Wall Street bull. bull. Boy, it but, sure is. yep. Yeah. Yeah. So can I get a picture for our Facebook? Sure. Very and, cool.
0: and my wife didn't die in 05. That's my wife's birthday and my daughter's birthday. <laughs> oh, no. after, after the fact, it kind of looked like a death yeah. date. <laughs> you know, Ray and I are married. We can relate <laughs> yeah. to, that, to the yeah. sentiment. <laughs> like, yeah, you should have probably checked with me before you did <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so anything Aaron, uh, Brandon, anything you guys want to say before we sort of do our little wrap up? Anything we haven't asked that you're like you guys should also know this or no, I mean
0: we got a website. It's uh uminellc.com. Uh Facebook also. Facebook, we have a Facebook. Uh, there's ways to contact us through both. Uh and I'm usually available, you know, I'll I'll try to help anybody uh if they're interested in it as much as I can, but as things get bigger, I'm Less and less in the daily stuff because I'm everywhere, but uh and
1: that's you just the letter U M I N E U
0: M I N E okay LLC.com. dot com, but we I try to help everybody because it's hard to find information yeah it really is and and I write information and a lot of information out there and I I reached out to a lot of people when I was trying to learn because I'm one of these people I have to understand how things work, and a lot of people told me to you know good luck Chuck and. Now I'm three times the size of them, Yeah. but you know, it's, it's, it's funny. It's, it's funny how it comes around, but I try to pay it forward and you know, I, well, I was helped out by a few people and I try to pay it forward and help anybody that wants to try it or do it or whatever and That's try awesome. to, try to give them as good of information as I can give them. I wouldn't tell anybody to do anything that I wouldn't personally do, but at the same time, I tell you, don't do it. Cause I did it because <laughs> back to the whole thing, uh, what's the worst thing you ever done? Yeah, we would be here all night.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Well, well, that's awesome, man. And I that sure was. Yeah. I really thoroughly enjoyed that. So yes, that's pretty yeah, fun. Absolutely. And again, we're we're about to do that. So a little. If, if you've got a dumb thing you've ever done or said, Aaron, you probably have never done anything never, dumb. Never. But I've got a. I did a little Facebook <laughs> poll today, right? Because let me tell you what. Speaking of dumb, here's a dumb thing I did. I thought our darn show was tomorrow. <laughs> So when you text me this morning, you said, what time today? And I said, what time for what, what are you talking (laughs) about? And then 30 minutes later, Aaron said, are we still on for today? And I said, Oh (laughs) shit, I guess that we've got a show today. So I didn't put together anything. So I just like a lazy podcaster, I threw on Facebook. Hey, have you ever done anything dumb? Put it on Facebook and I'll just read some of these instead of putting together a little comedy bit. So, so that's what I've got. So, um, And you can. And do you have a joke of the day? A
2: a, a real cute one that I read, um, and and I I may screw it up because I only read it briefly. I think it's like a it's a Latin student, and he says to this kid in the Spanish class, "Are you doing well in Spanish?" And the kid says, "C." And he says, "Ah, C's okay. I get (laughs) it.
1: That's pretty good. That's pretty good. (laughs) good. (laughs) The Berea Pond joke of the day.
2: Berea Pond joke of the day. Yes. Aaron, do
1: you approve of the Berea Pond joke? I I normally make C's. Yes.
0: <laughs> I feel that that's very relatable. Yeah, just remember all the A students work for the C students right. when they grow up. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's true. <laughs> C's get degrees too. That's yeah. that's what yeah. I like to say. Yeah. Um,
1: so yeah, I'm just gonna go through. You guys can take a little nap or something, and I'll just read these from <laughs> Facebook. And if you wanna, if you want if you guys wanna throw one in, or you have anything to add, feel free. And I'll just read like five minutes of these or whatever you guys uh, can tolerate without walking out. But so I post today, friends. Be kind enough to help out and put uh, something dumb that you've done so we can read on the podcast today. Uh, let's see. Tom Zilla wrote I read a high school science book as a responsive reading at a freshman talent show. God, that must have been boring. Pretty funny. Uh, Michael Hibbenbotham, our buddy, commented we should do a Special Olympics show. Okay. So well, maybe a Special Olympics segment we can add right. for, for Michael, who is uh, very high up in Madison County Special Olympics. Right. So not something Dummy did, but he just he reached out and asked about that. Terry Powers, our author friend, commented, yes. Now, this is kind of a dick move. I like Terry well enough. But Terry said, I was once challenged to come up with a crazy pickup line to use on a girl. Uh, long story short, he came up with a pickup line and it worked. So to me, that's just more of a humble brag. That's not something dumb. Like that was just a good creative thing. He came up with to get a date, which I mean, no hate on that, but it's not dumb. Uh, my little cousin, Alexis, a uh, sweet girl. She wrote, uh, one time mom took me to the doctor for a sore throat and bronchitis. The triage nurse said on a scale of one to 10, how bad does it hurt to take a breath? And, uh, I just stared at her confused and said, my ears are fine to which mom told her that uh, she said that I'm I'm reading this wrong. My ears are fine to which mom told me what she said. And I just looked back at her and said, my ears are not fine apparently because she was completely clogged up, I guess. And so I've butchered that one, but uh, nonetheless, Gabe, Fig was working, uh, was leading a group of uh, folks for a week through his work, and he had been calling a guy the wrong name for the entire week. And he came up at the end and said, "That's it's not my name." So, but that's kind of funny because don't we all do that? Oh God, yeah. Like my best friend in college, we played baseball together oh. uh, freshman year, and it was like we were in the fall ball, and he said, "It's." Brendan, not Brandon. I'd called him Brandon for like half a freaking year. So that's one of those relatable things. There
2: were one of one of the owners of Galaxy was having a beer and a burger, and our food guy Matt Smith was there, and and Mr. Fardo, I, I now call him, uh, was commenting on how good it was. And I was like, Oh, you, are, do you like it, Jim? <laughs> Jim, oh, the, let me introduce you to our guy who supplies the food, Jim. So I walk over and I go, Matt, Jim Fardo. He looks, he goes, it's Steve. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus, one of the owners. Oh I man, I was like, oh, I am so sorry. Now he wasn't around much, but yeah. my bad. So now I just say, Mr. Fardo, how you doing? That's yeah. well, I'm, I'm right? terrible with names. I well, I can do that.
1: And one of the dumb things I always do is the server will come over and be like, enjoy your food, and I'm like, hey, thanks, you too. Like. The yeah, server's right. getting like just, yeah, you know, out you of too. habit. Right. Yeah, enjoy your food. Okay, I'll yeah. go enjoy my food too. Not handing it to everybody else. Uh, let's see. So our buddy Jamie, uh, yeah. Jamie Boggs, who has the the actual The Good podcast right. with the millions Quite of listeners. successful podcast. The successful podcast. Um, he said he got to meet George Foreman a few, uh, few years back, and he walked up to him. He couldn't think of anything to say. He mm. got choked up and said, nice haircut, <laughs> which is pretty good. Uh, let's see. My cousin Ronnie, uh, in New Jersey, yeah. you, you've been to New Jersey, I right? right? I, I, they say that you say New Jersey references as much as I say have poor references. <laughs> uh, but, uh, my cousin said, uh, his sister, which would also be my cousin, Lori Joe asked uh, in this, I would assume sixties or early seventies when Muhammad Ali was going to fight Cassius Clay. <laughs> so that's a pretty okay. good one. Yeah. Let's see a Girl Newt commented on my Facebook said two days ago she fell into an iron fence, and mm. then she also got locked in a bathroom on a bus. That would suck. Mm. And in seventh grade, she asked her best friend if the homecoming game was going to be played at home this year.
2: <laughs>
1: That's pretty good. Oh, these are long. I've got uh, 300 more of them. Here's a pretty good one. Uh, Philip Blackman, who we went on his show, uh, the military guy, he actually worked alongside the Secret Service. And I wasn't aware of that. So he's got some pretty amazing dumb stories. He he got caught jumping on Colin Powell's bed because uh, Colin went to deliver a speech. He forgot the speech. And he, like a dummy, was jumping on Colin's bed. He came back for the speech and got busted. Uh, He got cussed out uh, by Dick Cheney. Uh, for shooting the RV, he and the other agents that were there as protection were in. So apparently, he was kind of wild with with the shooting. Yeah. I, that wasn't didn't make the news. Uh, and Laura Bush, I don't know if she pronounces it Laura or Laura. We'll call her Laura Bush. Caught her impersonating uh, George. Oh, that's so funny. she overheard him and I guess called him out. So he's got some pretty cool. That's ones. funny. Uh, my cousin Ronnie again lost his drill while he was in the middle of a project. That's pretty rough. Uh, My friend Michelle was at Berea College Orientation on her first day, raised her hand to ask if she could go to the bathroom, and they said, honey, this is college. You don't have to ask to go to the bathroom Mm -hmm. anymore. Um, Andy Chadwell commented he used to work for UPS, and he had to run out and meet somebody with a package, and they said, okay, I'll be in a black Ford Taurus. What will you be driving to the UPS driver who was obviously in a big brown UPS truck? So I could read these all day, um, but I won't. But there is some pretty funny ones, so yeah. So that dumb is the dumb things we've done. Dumb things we all it's do. The dumbest them. thing you ever did. Oh god, like name them all. Like Brad said, yeah. Well, that. I would say like I had an opportunity to to intern at C-SPAN and and didn't. Wow, uh, that was pretty dumb. So that probably would have led to a better podcast than what we have. <laughs> but how about you? What do you got?
2: Yeah, again, endless.
1: Yeah, so I no just I just endless. do stupid stuff all the time. Here's here's a quick one that I did, and this is absolutely true. Last year, I, there's 14 steps at my house. If you go out the front door, wooden steps to to get to the to the, to the ground. Basically, and we had an it was ice and then snow, and then I wanted to go out and grab something. So it was like eight inches of snow or six or something like that. And I wanted to go down the steps to grab something. Well, I took the first step and I knew that I was in trouble. <laughs> So I hit the top step, flipped on my back, fell down 14 steps. Ow. So that was just dumb because my wife had said, don't go out there. You're going to fall. And I was like, no, I won't fall. Like I'm going to go do this. And so I fell down 14 steps. Good Lord. And couldn't walk back up the steps. So I had to walk around my house to the garage entrance to get back in. And I was wearing flip-flops. So that was up there with the dumbest thing. That was icy. Ice, snow, yes, that was pretty stupid.
2: I did once lock my keys in my car. It took me an hour to get my family out. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. On that note, all nice. right, well, you thank, guys got you, Grant, one you, thank you so Andy, much.
1: You got one. You want to throw one I'm in?
2: I'm good. You're not going to say <laughs> <you're not laughs> well, you're, but the good news is you're not going to say getting into crypto was stupid. Oh yeah, no, Indeed. no, that's uh, that's been, been pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a it's been like hooking tying onto a rocket. It's Man, crazy. that's great. That is really cool. And thanks so much, Brent. You, it, yeah, my is understanding awesome. is much better. I mean, it's obvious you
0: do know this stuff. I I agree with Tris. I think you're being and, a tad And again, honest. it's a lot of opinion too. Uh, right. Sure. It's, it's sure. Take take what I say with a grain of salt. There's, right. There's a lot of reading and studying behind it, but yep. also take it with a grain of salt because sure. I'm I may not have been 100 accurate on one thing or right, another. Right. 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 But it's most of the information's 100 percent solid. Yeah. <laughs>
1: awesome.
0: And Aaron, thanks for being our hey, most, sir, Aaron, most uh, attended yes. guest yes. now as yes. a tie with Brandon. Tied. So.
1: Yeah, thanks, man. We appreciate you coming in <laughs> thanks, again. Aaron. And even more importantly, we appreciate the sponsorship. Yes, thanks sir. so much to our friends at Berea Pond. Uh, thanks to Bad Wolf Gaming, we, we deeply appreciate them, mm-hmm. and our newest sponsor, yeah. U Mine LLC. <laughs> so check out U, the letter U Mine LLC, he and, does that to and C Brand, Brand. So, so yeah, we
2: roped Aaron in. That mm. is exactly right. Yeah, so it's, it's starting to work at this
1: point. But no, we we do absolutely appreciate it, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you would, uh, thanks to Troy at Front Porch Studios. Yes. Thanks to Nate at Stoveleg Media. Without them, we could not do the show. Please review us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever the heck uh, you get your podcasts, and like us on Facebook if you get a chance chance. we'll have a picture of Brant's crypto bull tattoo. (laughs) So check that out. It's very cool. Guys, thanks for listening. Thank you guys. Thanks 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 for listening to Extreme Common Sense with Trisden and Ray. We hope you had fun and look forward to taking on another topic next week.